I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Glamour Gang, and welcome to another episode of our wonderful podcast. Hey, it's okay. Today, I am joined by my deputy editor, Lindsay Frankel, and the fabulous Radio 1 presenter, Gemma Kearney. We're going to be talking about every controversial issue you can think of, from the news to even bigger controversy than that, ex-boyfriends and money. I think this could get a bit ugly and scrappy, but let's go. <laughs> uh, ugly indeed. I mean, we're talking about ex-boyfriends, aren't we? And Donald and Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's a big amalgamation of ugliness. Gemma Kearney, welcome to Glamour. Hey, it's okay's pod cupboard. What a pleasure. This is fun, it's isn't it? Happy here. Is it's it? Cool. Yeah. You're having fun already. I'm into it because um, I like it when people want to do broadcast standing up. It means they're committed and that they have energy that they want to give to their listeners. Is that what it means? It just doesn't mean we don't have high enough chairs. No, it's it's like you've got the stamina. You want to oh. communicate. You want express i think what takes us to the next level of that commitment though is the nudity i really <laughs> it's really important to me i mean joe i mean you're looking fabulous yeah, you always look great i mean why have they banned the nip from instagram I mean, because just, this I, needs to get on there i can barely concentrate right now <laughs> but, you know and then we've got yoris our producer who um i'm gonna end up in hr aren't i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. didn't like to say anything but yeah so Gemma, you're here today to tell us about your new book called open yeah Tell me about it. It looks, even from the cover, Gemma, I don't know how many people of you actually know Gemma. I've had the pleasure of knowing Gemma for a few years now. And she is a big ball of sunshine. And this cover of Open, bright yellow, with a picture of Gemma on it, is even a bigger ball of hotter than the sun sunshine. So It's also huge, actually, like physically big. I didn't expect the book to be quite so heavy. It's uh, a tomb. <laughs> it's, it's a proper book. Um, yeah. A little bit like getting a catalogue in the early 90s, like when the Kays catalogue came through the door. Oh, like, satisfying. Oh, Do you remember like, the nice 90s <laughs> when paper was, <laughs> paper was so trendy? People touch yeah. things oh, I know. other than screens. Um, yeah, it's a big old bumper book, hardback with a ribbon, and it's called Open, a toolkit for how magic and 
and messed up life can be because I think we all know that it can be both. It can be brilliant and it can be bleak. But one thing that I like to do is apply sunshine, fun, glitter and colour. So hopefully it has all of those things. And why did you want to write this particular book? Well, I'm very chatty, as you know, Joe, uh, and as anyone that's listening that knows me knows, I like to talk about things that are serious sometimes. I like to be open, uh, hence the name of the book. I like to be frank, and I also think it's really important to just say, yes, life can be awesome, which I truly believe it can be, but also sometimes it can be pretty scary, or you can feel really scared by something, or maybe your self-esteem is low. So I I kind of try to explore all of these things in a bumper book that is fully illustrated, full colour, interactive, you can draw in it and that it really, it feels like it's for you. It's not meant to be read cover to cover, it's no like literary great, it's meant to be dipped in and out of in times of need, your friend, your resource. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and how, I mean Gemma, you're so young still, what are you like, 13, 14? Yeah, just, I mean, yeah. I, I'm allowed uh, a cocktail, so let's go with 27 or something. Okay, well that's still very very I'm young. Not, I'm 31. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't look 31, you look about 11. I got a brace, but, it means that everybody's IDs me for booze now. I got a brace on my oh, teeth this, and that's it. No Everyone thinks feeling. I'm a child. I'm going to get some braces. <laughs> um, that's the answer. How do you, how did you feel equipped to write a life manual because you do explore some really quite heavy issues what you know what yeah. I'm asking yeah um uh, I do the surgery on Radio 1 which is a call-in show I've done lots of different shows on the radio and for the past year and a half I've been really getting into the nitty-gritty of some of the hardships that young people go through I don't feel this book is just for young people it's in the YA bracket so a young adult that can mean young at heart it can mean someone that you're worried about that's say 13 it depends where you're at in your life mm. um but I do think that, you know, young people have been given a hard time recently. And I think that there's such an overload of information that I felt sort of driven and compelled to try and curate it and say, look, this covers a lot. It, it will tell you things that you might be able to find on the Internet. But I've just asked the people that I think are the best of the best. So there's interviews in there. There's expert advice. Everything's been modified and safeguarded by organisations. And I've just really felt kind of almost in an activism way, compelled to do it because I feel like we're just splurting stuff all the time, content. And if you can just go to a book and have a moment of calm, if you're worried about someone or you're thinking about having sex with someone for the first time or you don't know how you feel about your sexuality, hopefully bits of this book will will speak to you in some way. What struck me is, uh, you know, we were joking about paper being trendy in the 90s, but in the 90s I edited a teenage magazine Teenage magazines don't really exist anymore. Yeah. And that's what really struck me with this book. It really validated what I've thought is that that's such a shame that that resource is gone. I know the internet's great. I know you can find anything you want on the internet. But if you're a teenager looking for answers, you can also find pro-anorexia sites and, Mm. you know, misinformed and misguiding Instagram accounts. So I thought it was amazing that somebody would publish this book. Thank you. I'm, I'm really humbled to hear that. And I... I do think that you're right, that a magazine back in the day, you knew what you were going to get. It was going to be a certain amount of pages. Some of it might be a little bit risque, but that's what you wanted because you didn't want to be patronised. But there's no surprises if you've bought a magazine that you know 
is for you. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? You know what you're getting. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. that's the way I approach this book in many ways. It is a gigantic uh, magazine that I hope that you love and pour over and that you have for a long time. A, a bumper bean annual. Yeah, it pretty much <laughs> Remember is. Remember those. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. hopefully it's got that fun and humour as well. We're talking about the serious stuff because it's so easy to talk about those things because they're heavy. But also, you can colour and shoes in there. And, uh, you know, there's glitter on the front. And I talk about Sold. disco dancing and period leaking. It's kind of everything. <laughs> and when's that out? <laughs> That's life in a nutshell. It's out on the 9th of March in the same week uh, as International Women's Day. You can pre-order it already on Amazon. Go find it and um, buy it for someone that you love. It's only 13 quid and you get quite a lot. I'm getting it for my daughter. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I hope that she enjoys it because... It is a labour of love. I feel like I've given birth. This is my baby world. <laughs> Sorry if you don't like it. It just is. I mean, that must have been painful. It was painful. Yeah. Um, I, you might not know this, Gemma, but uh, you are sort of a, a little secret mentor for me. It's really? Like if I'm having a down day, I often think of Gemma because oh. I don't think I've ever seen Gemma be anything but 110 <laughs> billion thousand percent positive. And I often think, well, how would Gemma, what would Gemma's attitude be to the thing that I'm looking at in a half empty kind of way? That's so nice. But do you have... Um, I know. I don't imagine you having down times. I find it fascinating that people ask me this, and it comes up quite a lot, which is lovely because that means I'm a good faker. The truth is, is that I know how to feel positivity because I relish in it and I enjoy it because I know how it feels to be the opposite as well. You know, like mm. I grew up in a household where we talked about mental health very freely. My mum wasn't always very well when I was young. I I know what it's like to suffer, you know, or to struggle in different areas, and it's always different for everyone. Everyone's got that their own story and people describe it in different ways some people uh, talk about mental health very literally or, or from a clinical perspective other people talk about it more creatively or or, or more in a jokey way you know it's a, it's a huge huge scary world out there for us to live in mm. but um, I do believe that it is important to seek your happy like what do you see in your eyes when you wake up in the morning hopefully it's something that makes you feel good buy yourself flowers eye, eye boogers that's, <laughs> that's what I see I mean I don't jump out you. of bed don't get me wrong but you know like if I look around and I and I've bought myself some flowers and I'm like oh that's nice to look at it's the small things or I'm all my mates are going to come around for dinner on Saturday and I'm going to ply them with wine and we're going to dance in the kitchen it's stuff like that that's what I kind of live for and that's what I you know that's what makes me happy I know what makes me happy and that makes me proud oh well if you get take nothing else from this podcast today take that little nugget yeah. of, of Gemma Golden sunshine. Thank you. I'm such a good faker. Honestly, if you spoke to my boyfriend, he'd be like, God, when she's in a mood. <laughs> she's horrible. Well, now we're going to have a fight, <laughs> So, Gemma has chosen this topic. I'm slightly scared because my husband's an avid listener <laughs> of Glamour Hates. Okay, hi, Ross. Thanks for tuning also, in. Also, Ross, her outfits are banging. She always looks awesome. <laughs> Especially the dungarees, my so, fave. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So, anyone who's seen hashtag close my husband hates knows. <laughs> I think what, what Ross, Ross hates more than the hashtag, uh, the clothes is the hashtag. So, I bet, I bet. Yeah. People just like at him all the time. Like, I love yeah. that mustard two-piece. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I should, my, I wonder what my ex-boyfriends think of my clothes. Exactly. This is, this is what we're talking in. about. It's like, is it okay if you're in a committed, loving, happy relationship to still occasionally think and wonder about that ex? I mean, we all do it, don't we? I think it's kind of natural, isn't it? Yeah. You can't, if you've been even remotely close to somebody at some point in your life you can't help but sort of hope their current partner isn't as good looking as maybe not I am now but was back then um <laughs> you know it's like 
it, I just think it's natural. I don't think you can help it. And I don't think it necessarily means anything in the grand scheme of your current relationship. But I probably don't think it's okay to then share any of those thoughts with your current partner. Totally. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, they don't want to know, do they? They really don't. And but, I don't want to know if he's thinking about his well, exes either. I don't want to delve into it because I don't... Although when, when we first got together, I mean, Ross and I have been married a long time yeah. now. I, I used to quiz him endlessly I I don't care about my ex's girlfriends if they're better looking than me then or whatever or more successful honestly that's that's good whatevs you know I didn't want you you didn't want me that's done nice but I was you're for obviously a long much time. more level-headed than no, I am. Well, well, no, I'm not because I was completely, I was desperate and I still haven't seen any pictures of <laughs> Ross's exes. And I'm so scared. What, what, and especially now, if I looked at them now, they'd be like 18 and 19 years old. And then they I feel really like insecure. It means yeah. that you truly love him though because you're like, oh, my exes, they can do whatever, but it's the one that's mine that, that I'm actually worried about, yeah. which is kind of nice. I think that means that you found the one maybe, right? Well, I, I found like A1. Yeah, well, <laughs> Hi, Ross. hopefully yeah. there are, yeah. I think there are a few A1s out there, hopefully, you know, we, uh, you we see, try, it's trial and error. Yeah. I'm the opposite though, I'm just so blinkered, I don't want to know. I kind of just like to think that he, he didn't, had zero interest in anyone other than me and then he met me, which of course is unrealistic. No, I heard that was what was the case. Yeah, obviously. Hi, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Ian. I mean, I'm a realist, uh, chemistry, life, science, you know, if you've smooched someone, you will never be able to eradicate the fact that you've smooched them okay but Absolutely. it doesn't mean that you are yearning to smooch them again no. you just have a connection and I think that that's okay and hopefully it can be just a friendly one and a respectful well, one well no see I'm not one of those well-adjusted people who can have relationships with ex-boyfriends on any level that's it we're done we're dead to each other yeah. <laughs> No, I've, yeah, I've, I, I I've never been able to do that. I don't understand how people navigate that, you know, inviting six exes to the wedding. I, I, it's no, so it's very cool, isn't it? It's like, it's I, quite hippie. It? It's I think it's like, weird. Yeah. And, no, then, I, and, and I find it really awkward when you're at a wedding. You say, oh, how do you know the bride? Or, oh, well, we mm. were engaged once. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay, have a nice time. You know. Yeah, I'm, 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 are you friends with any of your exes, Jenna? I am actually all right with them. I don't, I wouldn't invite them around for dinner, but I'm mm. cool with them. And actually, mm. I do. Really, I always respect my exes firstly because they put up with me <laughs> and also I just think if I've spent a long time with someone I kind of like I, I hope that I have a respect for them I mean there are some toxic awful ones but we just won't go there but you know most of them I, th- I mean I'm making it sound like there's loads um, I mean there's <laughs> no judgment in the pod cupboard <laughs> It's all good I think I mean this has come up recently because of my book launch and I was like should I invite my ex it's like nah okay so confession time ladies who who has googled the exes like who has Google that I wonder where they are now yes yeah. of course and I, when I did it a while ago now just out of curiosity I was I, I was actually um, I'm not going to say who or I'm not going to date it but I was absolutely drenched in shame that I ever fancied really? them at all really that's amazing <laughs> that's so therapeutic isn't it yeah. because our, bla- our brains play yeah. tricks of us yeah. and we think oh you know we could easily kind of get into this weird cycle like oh, I just I think I still love them and those fun times because we all are, are great reminiscing but if you spend some time with them or you see them drunk at a wedding or you know you find the picture where they just don't look in the same way that they did then they it, suddenly it just, look in their 40s go, like, and like why, yeah. why have I been like yearning for this like lie yeah. basically but also I think it's quite easy when you're in the sort of slight day-to-day of normal life you know you've woken up and your husband's been snoring all night just speaking for myself here but you know he's been snoring and <laughs> and me weirdly <laughs> and you're, you know you're yeah. thinking about oh god who's got the 
his turn to put the washing out. You know, all those boring things in life. It's quite easy, not easy, but it, I guess it's quite natural to occasionally have moments where you flip back to some that first time you're on a yacht in oh, Monaco yeah. with that ex. That that, hey, that billionaire yeah, ex that I had. Um, <laughs> no, just the, just those times when you know it was a different time. You know, when you were eighteen, and obviously. Life was very different. (laughs) Exactly, and and, you know, (laughs) it's it's all of those things. It's like, and I think thinking about an ex is just sort of part of that. It doesn't mean you actually want to be with that ex. And I don't even really want to contact any of my exes. I don't really have any interest. Also, we have to remember the influence of the internet here. We we take it for granted that it's just so much of our lives that we don't actually break down very often how how bad it can be for us. It is great. The internet is cool. You found this on the internet. I hope you're having a lovely listen. But like seriously, when it comes to exes, just don't go there. Stop following them on Instagram. Don't go down the rabbit hole where you just start like trying to work out who's who, like who's that girl he's with, and oh, you just it'll. Come up with falsities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it awful that I quite like the idea of exes stalking me, though? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, let's just, I'm just going to pretend that that happens, that I'm the one that got away. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking good in your dungas. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We had a features meeting yesterday, Gemma, and the podcast is very much a reflection of the way we speak in features meetings. And we were talking about how we just cover life's events at the moment that you know the the current world situation the world Mm. news and a couple of people in the office admitted that they've completely had to switch off they actually can't handle watching the news or reading about the news and is we were wondering if that's okay is it okay to disengage from world events in a kind of a cold turkey way I don't know personally my opinion is yes I think that we need some self-preservation particularly in times of uncertainty and and kind of shaky ground which it does feel like I feel like 
nobody has any answers really not the news mm. no president or politician has the answers that that can tell us what's going to happen in the future or what's going on right now so we shouldn't just follow one thing and I think that constant news updates can be very confusing and your phone constantly buzzing because things are changing so quickly that never used to be a thing people would buy a newspaper spend some time leafing through and having some kind of some calm to how they soak up what's going on around them and I think it's important to engage and empower yourself everybody should use their right to vote people should be vocal but considered and we should be considered you know within ourselves and look after ourselves how can we be effective in any way in terms of good people good friends or potentially an activist or or become a politician if we can't if we're frazzled and we're crying and we're angry and we're upset and we, we're filled with guilt and we're unsure. But also if you don't know anything. Yeah, that's true. How do you how do you engage? I think that it's important to engage, you know, I don't want to sound too contradictory. No, and I think I really sympathise with that whole sentiment. I completely, there are days when there's that mem going around on Facebook at the yeah. moment where it's like the the logo of BBC News, but instead of says breaking news, it says, oh, what the fuck now? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and I mean, yeah. And that, that's how it feels. It does, like, it does. It just feels like it's relentless. I, I just, I feel like I need, um, it's overused this word, but it's, it's, it's toxic and I need a detox. Yeah. Mm. But I also feel like maybe things are so frightening and on a knife edge that we need to be armed with information well, and, and be activists, but I don't know how to do there that. There is a middle ground. There yeah. is. That definitely is once a day working out what's happened globally. Otherwise, we will frazzle ourselves quite literally. I know that mm. we are already. Too much pondering online like can reduce me to tears. I don't want to be crying in the middle of the day. Yeah. You know, I've got stuff to do. I want to be proactive. I want to be a good citizen. Uh, I can't burn myself out in that way, but I do want to know what's going on. And I do want to know how I can make things better mm. and set a good example and that can be in small ways that can be in your own community that can be within your family within your workplace within the clothes you wear it can actually be you know small simple steps to working out like how to deal with this but having your phone buzzing constantly all day every day soaking it up getting really angry and palpy ain't cool for yeah. anyone mm. but also I found myself in response to this I am finding it you know we're all journalists it's, yeah. it's in our nature to be tuned into what's going on in the world that's like what we do but I have I have found myself on a personal level away from work thinking I can't deal with I just can't deal with knowing any more about this because I'm quite scared I feel yeah. scared when I hear more I, I've yeah. learned that I as much as I do feel quite informed by something like Newsnight it actually means I can't sleep if mm. I've watched Newsnight well, before because yeah. yeah. it's on at 10.30 till 11.30 yeah. if I yeah. you know if there's enough hideousness in that yeah. I'm awake till three o'clock in the morning but what I am trying to do is, is instead of like you were saying about like clicking on every single link that you see and every Twitter you know following it constantly is I will I'm reading the paper in the morning but I'm going to what I would consider respe respected news sources i.e long-standing newspapers where I know that the journalism whether it's kind of biased yeah. in certain ways it's written by journalists yeah. and I'm watching the news on the BBC and you know and I'm reading my morning paper and that's where I'm getting my information because I find that if I click on every single link that I see on social media I don't know what to believe anymore and it's there's a lot of stuff that's quite terrifying but I don't know how much of it is and how much of it is true yeah. I think there yeah. are three things to remember one of them is echo chambers we 
are friends of people like ourselves mostly on Facebook. Exactly. So we're going to hear the same shouts that we want to scream and that can maybe be too much of an echo chamber. You don't want to scream yourself and then hear the screams again and again and again. Mm. So just be careful as to like how much of the same news that you're receiving. If you've heard about one huge thing that's happened that day, is it, you know, is it necessarily worth reading the full 10 news stories yeah. on the one actual story? Mm. Uh, the agenda... Think about where you are actually sourcing it. If you are outsourcing it, you know, not just the Facebook rant and agreeing with your mate and liking their angry statement, but who, what agenda does this particular news place that you're going to find your news have? Is it right or left wing? Do your research and, and work out where you stand within that. And that's totally up to you. You don't have to be one way or the other. That's up to you as an individual at what drives you and what makes you feel okay. Work out where you're getting your news from because the internet is not just a place filled with fact it's also filled Mm. with absolute rubbish so echo chambers agendas and also just yourself Mm. like how do you feel Mm. how do we feel how do we react to things when our heart's broken it's you know we're, we're slightly different we deal with things in different ways so if you need to turn the constant notifications off your phone turn them off you're not a bad person. Maybe you're just slightly more sensitive than someone that's rigid to it. I'd be so interested to uh, know what you, the glamour audience, thinks and what yeah. you want us to cover online because I, I really sympathise. There are times when I turn on the news on whatever medium and I think, do you know what, this is actually making me feel sick mm. and I don't. I feel powerless. I don't feel like I can do anything to stop whatever crazy shit Donald Trump's doing today or yeah. you know or whatever's going on but with Brexit. But at the same time you've yeah. got to remember we have to remember that there are going to be so many people that don't even see this as bad. Mm. You know? Mm. Like we you know I I publicly remain like politically neutral. I get upset about sad things, you know, I'm allowed to say that, but it's actually quite good training for me. Like I work for the BBC and you have to remember that they're are lots of different opinions going on. So I'm just really for, you know, engaging, you know, educating yourself, empowering yourself politically, whatever that may be, and working out how you can kind of peacefully and calmly make a world and an environment that feels good for you. And then I think just institute a policy of cats playing piano on the YouTube. Just one day a week, just watch that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, have a good party. Dancing is the future. That's just so simple. Have a boogie. So, so wise. So when are we making you Prime Minister then? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are going to be like, nah, nah. <laughs> Though, I do want everyone cool and brilliant out there who's just a great person to not just engage in politics and work out where they stand, but also to become politicians, particularly women. So young women, we need you. We need your voices. We need to create the type of place that that makes us feel good and doesn't make us sad. So if you are up for it, you can do it too, not just the, the posh guys that went to Eton with shiny pink faces. Everyone can. If you're enjoying listening to Glamour Hey It's Okay, and why wouldn't you? I mean, honestly, Gemma, what would you give it out of 10? I'm loving this. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, 5,000. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) So that's the kind of review, guys, I want to read. And if I like your review on when you subscribe on iTunes, if you leave a review for us, you might end up with a little present from your friends at Glamour. So get involved. All right. (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) Now, this is one of those topics that I think you're never supposed to talk about in polite company. So let's do it. That's why podcasts exist, right? (laughs) Hey, is it okay to be tight with money? No. No. (laughs) No. But every rich person I know is quite tight with money. Yeah. 
Exactly. Oh, oh I just, I, I, no, I, no, I, I really dislike, I mean, it, well, What actually, if you've got no money? That's different. Define what you mean by tight. Oh, I don't know. I guess, you know, um, oh, I've had friends who I adore dearly who have, you know, split the restaurant bill down to the last half a pee. Um, no, I mean, people who say, well, oh, God, actually, no, I can't tell this story. I'll have to tell you all fair. But, um, you know, people who will ration up the toilet paper, you know, it's. It... You see, if you need to be careful because you haven't because you have a certain amount of income that you have to make sure covers everything it needs to cover. I don't think that's called being tight. I think that's called being able to live people who've got enough money and don't think that they should ever spend it or just do something nice with it or just even treat somebody or share it or help out somebody who's got less money than them then no I don't think that's okay that's Mm. tight in my book though you are being very diplomatic I'm going to be more crass and just say well you're probably going to say what I want to say tight people do my head in seriously (laughs) and it's about a kind of it's a a type of personality obviously economically I am not for poverty or like or saving or being sensible with money you know that's ridiculous and people uh, that are struggling it's horrendous I know what it's like to have no money but you know in terms of a sentiment of a person it's nice to be generous so you can be generous in spirit you can make a cake that doesn't cost very much money and I do think that regardless of wage being generous is a really nice attribute and tightness is just so gross. But how do you tell the difference? How do, I'm, I'm aware that I'm sounding like a super tight person right now and I'm really not, but I, I just think that, I don't know, I, I feel like some people are just really um, territorial about their money and I don't know if we're allowed to be really judgmental about that. I just don't know. But I just think it becomes obsessive and it becomes yeah. too much of a guidance for people. I think greed can take over and I and I think greed is just so ah oh, such a waste of time like yeah. money doesn't equal actual like change in emotion like what do you do with your money when you finally get it when you finally get paid like what's your thing for me like I live and work to play not to get things I mean I like to be able to go on holiday rather than be sensible and, and put it into a house. But yeah, I, and I, have I, like, nice experiences. I'm yeah. going to out myself now with any of my friends who are listening to this, but would you ever do anything like that? The classic is splitting up the restaurant bill, isn't it? Mm. And I think most of us have that one or two friends who will say, oh, but I only had, I didn't yeah. have a pudding. <laughs> um, there's three of you and there's only one of us and, you know, and all of this. So you sort of sit there with the calculator working it all out. Now that winds me up like you would I, not just, believe. Yeah. But I would never say anything. No. Ever. And I, so it's, you know, you saying it's absolutely not okay, but would you ever actually call somebody on that sort of behaviour? I don't, uh, do you know what? I've never really experienced it to that extreme. So I don't know. Have you, God, I, I, I have. just. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have. I did have a conversation with somebody once when she was going out for a bit. She was pregnant, so not drinking. Slightly, and, wo- slightly worried. This is about me. <laughs> no, it's not you. Um, and her husband was driving, so he wasn't Uh-oh. drinking. But everyone else was having this big boozy lunch. So of course, you know, the bill comes, and there's X amount of bottles of wine on there. And she did say, she said to me, "I actually, for the first time ever in my life, went, but." I've I've had like about twelve pounds worth of something, and you know this is like sixty quid a head. I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough, and, yeah. I, and I don't think you should feel bad about saying it. But I think nitpicking over small amounts of money. To be honest, when I've had periods of not having any money, and friends have said we're all going out for dinner, do you want to come? 
I've said no because I'd rather not if I can't afford to do something yeah and that's something that I've kind of learned as I've got older actually that you know I used to just get myself into debt to do things that I mm. wanted to do and as I got older I realized that that's not maybe that sensible yeah so and one time when um I was particularly broken it wasn't that long ago it was a couple of years ago and a friend of mine said oh let's go and do this and I said well I can't go for dinner I'm just broke but I'd love to see you we'll have a quick drink she took me for dinner yeah and I've never forgotten it just felt like the kindest nicest thing and she just said just Buy me dinner when you've got some money. I think the honesty so, is really important there as lovely. well. It's yeah. just saying, you know, I, I'm not really in a position to do that, but it would be really nice to meet for like one glass of wine instead. And you never know if your friend's lovely, then you might get your dinner bought for you anyway. Exactly. I know that I, I would buy you the it. dinner, <laughs> um, but you know, but I would still like to see you. And I do think it's situational, isn't it? Situation by situation. Again, you know, a physical thing of being pregnant and everyone else is getting absolutely like yeah. ratted around you. <laughs> like, which is maybe annoying, you don't yeah. want to pay for all of their like their cocktails and but pull back all their hair as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a really bum deal there. But I, but I think that yeah. that's a different mindset, isn't it? Yeah. I just think that mindset where your first thought is, well, how much is this going to cost me? Is such a horrible... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think there's a difference between that and being, if you're actually quite skint, and I speak as somebody who's been skint many times in my life, yeah. and, you know, to just think, oh, I can't afford to do that. You know, it's a different thing to kind of going... Well, I don't see why I should pay. You know, it's that's just not a very nice way I to be. I think we've got to be it? careful how lavish we make things as well. We're very mm. lifestyle orientated. We love to show off, don't we? We love to show off like our fancy stuff, our fancy yeah. holidays, our fancy clothes, our fancy times, our fancy food, um, uh, our fancy weddings. But I think it's really important to remember that we are all in different situations. And if you are a good friend and you're talking about something that does involve your friends or all family, then you should think about where everyone's at because it can often be quite different. But that's interesting. I think you saying that I think that this is where sometimes it comes from people using that thriftiness mm. as a badge of pride <laughs> yeah. do you yeah. know what I mean like it, and I think that that's sometimes that spills over people get so obsessed with yeah. how cheap can I get something mm. yeah. that it becomes quite obsessive in yeah. itself oh I hate that no I I, really it's not a good like thing that. it's quite rare actually that real ingrained that really like tightness like I think people are some people are careful but I do think well, that ingrained tightness is really I, I think I've weird. just had a lot of bad experiences I mean I had an aunt who are you hanging out with I, well this was a relative <laughs> who actually she it, she was obsessed with how much things cost and, yeah and yeah. um and how much she could how cheaply she could get them and she's the one I got a used lipstick off for Christmas <laughs> I love that story. But you see, That's this is funny. in this situation. This <laughs> well, is when kind of is. My, my yeah. husband's favourite quote then would be that to your auntie, she knows the cost of everything and the value of nothing. Is that a wrap? Almost. Oh, okay. Uh, do you know what I do want to say? Is yeah. that I'm launching a podcast. Ooh. Can well, we, can tell we us all about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be different to this. It's going to be like sort of mini documentaries exploring stuff within the book. So it's Ooh. called Open Up. And I'm going on tour and I'm speaking to young women and men all around the country. What about old women? And old women. Yay! <laughs> Lindsay, we're <laughs> in. Go the old women. Yeah. We're just yeah. chatting. We're yeah. going to do this and we're going to chat to lots of people. And uh, it's going to be like a, a series that accompanies different themes within the book. So friendship, family, sex, consent, uh, you know, some more serious stuff like self-harm. And also just like fun, like DIY and creativity. So open up to coming soon. And when are we? Really? Yeah, when will that be? Do you know? It'll be launched in March. So look out for it. Excellent. You're a powerhouse girl. I, I, yeah, I mean... I just radio, have... radio 1 Surgery on Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesday night, coming out. 9 p.m. You can listen to the Radio 1 Surgery. Uh, book coming out open. You can find it for pre-order online. Just look for it. It's bright yellow. You can't miss it. 
lots and lots of activity. Follow me online and just go with it because I'm always going on about something. She's always going. I mean, that should be that should be your logo. <laughs> She's always Kenny. going on about something. She's always going on about something. But I hope it is positive. I, I like to go on about things that make people feel good. Well, you can come on our podcast and go on about things <laughs> as often as you want. Thank you so much today to Lindsay Frankel. Pleasure. And the lovely Gemma Canning. It's been so nice. Do you know what? You really, I know you're good friends with Dawn, our, our mutual friend, Dawn O'Porter. Never heard of her. Uh, but you really remind me of each other, which is lovely. Oh, This is nice. She's it's my cool. sister from yeah, another Yeah, you mister. are kind of sisters. This is cool. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.